What's up gamers and welcome to Lost at Sea Gaming. I am hulking Yoda, the captain of this ship, the SS Gamer. And in this episode, we will be exploring an abandoned mansion in the ancient Chinese woods and figuring out its dark secrets in my review of Paper Dolls Original. Before we jump into the details of this game's story, let's take a few minutes to check out some interesting facts that you may not have known about the game or its developer in The Breakdown. Gamers, Paper Dolls Original was developed by Beijing Litchi Culture Media Company. And I know that's a mouthful, but they are pretty awesome when it comes to indie horror developed games. And I love horror games. So they are actually responsible for another huge favorite horror game of mine, and that is Colina Legacy. That game came out a couple of years ago. If you haven't checked it out, definitely do. It's absolutely amazing. As far as Paper Dolls Original, the game was actually originally released on May 28th of 18 on Steam, as well as on PS4 as a VR game. Now, it's ultimately been revealed and available on every platform, even on the Switch. And there is a second game, a direct sequel to this one, that is now currently available only, unfortunately, on Steam. Now let's go dive into that story. The story of Paper Dolls begins with a divorced father picking up his daughter for the weekend, and as they hit the road and they're driving along, suddenly something just darts right in front of the car, causing the father to swerve to miss it, and a pretty crazy car crash ensues. The car ends up in the woods off the side of the road, and soon afterwards, the father awakens very much in disarray to see that the daughter is ahead of him walking by herself into the woods, deeper and deeper. And even though he calls out to her, she continues to walk away. Eventually, the father regains himself enough to be able to get up and starts walking in the direction the daughter went. Now, as he gets into a clearing, he sees a mansion, this old abandoned rundown mansion in the distance, and his daughter goes inside the front door. So again, continuing to ignore any calls or shouts from him, she goes in. He has no choice but to go in after her. Now, it's very obvious this mansion has been abandoned for some time. But as the father quickly is exploring the house, you as the player with him, you find out that this used to be a house very full of life. 
and it belonged to that of the king dynasty. And each one of those inhabitants of this house, they each had a very interesting story, as well as some pretty deep and dark secrets. They also each have passed in the house and have since become spirits haunting the grounds. Now we have staples like the bodyguard, the butler, the nanny, so on and so forth. And let me just tell you that overall the story, the main story here, it moves along at a pretty solid pace. You periodically see your daughter. You have a few scenes here or there with flashbacks of the spirits. But the bulk of the story is really, in this kind of game, it's it's very consistent. The bulk of the game's story is really told through journal and diary entries left behind by the former inhabitants, as well as just different documents indicating certain things that may have happened involving these residents. Now, I will say that there is also other collectibles besides just these documents and journal entries uh, that were in the form of sketches that were also left behind by these residents, and they were interesting and fun to find as well. I absolutely loved the story in this game. It was very interesting. Actually had me interested in looking up the Qing Dynasty or anything involving ancient Chinese history and hauntings and things of that nature. And I love discovering what happened in those final months leading up to where ultimately every residence in this home was in some way, shape, or form murdered and met a, a very grisly end. The game ultimately ends on a major cliffhanger, which I really hated because, as I stated earlier in the breakdown segment, Paper Dolls 2 is currently only available on Steam. And man, I really, really want to know what's on the second floor of this house. And I'll get into details of what that means a little bit later in the review. But ultimately, the story, thoroughly enjoyed it. Absolutely terrifying, kind of disturbing in some moments as to what actually happened to this family. So now let's check out and see what my thoughts were on the game's graphics and sound. Gamers, when speaking to graphics and visuals first for Paper Dolls, I just got to say that it was actually really, really good looking. The level of detail within the environment, the different hallways and rooms of the mansion that you explore... Man, there was just no detail left unturned. I mean, cobwebs, a table that was left set from decades ago with just ruin and all kinds of decay around the house and its halls. And oh, it was just really a joy to explore and really set the tone and the mood for this game. And it stayed paced the entire game. You know, it never really wavered. It was consistent from beginning to end. From the point you enter that mansion in the front door until the end of the game, oh, it was just it was a joy to explore and take in the environment as terrifying as it was. And you know, it wasn't really just the detail of the environment or the base graphics as of themselves, but it was also the creatures, the ghosts or spirits of the house that are haunting these grounds. They were absolutely terrifying. I'm not gonna lie, they were they were pretty scary stuff. And when you got up close and personal to them, man, they were pretty grotesque. Their faces, the details of how they died and how that influenced their character designs. Whew, man, it was it was some pretty good stuff if you're into that as far as a horror theme and, you know, liking those kinds of details there. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it for what it was. 
And they did a great job, the developers that is, of lighting effects. And you have to do lighting effects well in this game because the bulk of it, if not all of it, is pretty much in darkness. Because, again, this is an abandoned mansion out in the middle of the woods that has been sitting there dormant for decades. And when it was thriving even, there wasn't necessarily electricity. It was really more so the lighting came from candles. So yeah, sure, you have candlelight that you can pass through or other candles that are not lit you can light yourself you do get a flashlight so lighting plays a huge role in this game and it's done very very well so overall i was very satisfied with the visuals but sound wise when it comes to the audio especially in horror games it's crucial that it's gotten right and this game got it right it was absolutely excellent audio the sound effects were great had me on edge more often than not. You have your jump scares or you have your tension building moments with different sound effects like footsteps or something getting broken or turned over in a room down the hallway that you're traveling down. Oh man, they just did a great job of building up that tension and terror and apprehension of wanting to go into a room. They did it perfectly. And even the sound effects of the spirits themselves, the gurgling and then it's just, oh, it was unsettling. Very, very good job with the audio, except the voice acting. From the very moment I started this game, I will be honest, I was worried that it was not going to be a solid experience because the father's voice acting was absolutely horrendous. Uh, any line that was spoken in this game, I'll be honest, is, is pretty bad. Is the just... The blatant way to put it, it was pretty bad. So voice acting was really, really bad in this game and really takes it down a notch or two as far as the overall grading and uh, experience that is the audio. And I really hate that because, again, everything else really hit. Even the music, they did a great job with the music, even though it was very minimal. But that was also, I felt, great for what this game was. You didn't need a constant repeating looping score in the background it was there when it needed to be so overall the sound did hit on every mark except for that voice acting now let's go talk about how the game controls the controls for paper dolls are set up as they should be it controls from a first person perspective so just like any first person game you have your dual analog control with the left analog stick being for character movement and the right being for your camera control Camera movement, perfect. Very tight, no issues with camera control. When it comes to character movement, a lot of times I really look for that perfection when it comes to character movement speed. You can have it too fast, you can have it too slow. Where does Paper Dolls fall? In my opinion, it's right there in the middle. I think that the character moves at the perfect pace needed for this kind of a game. It's very heavy on exploration. So as you're going through the mansion, you're looking for items that may sparkle and draw your eye in and indicate, hey, I got to interact with this. It's perfectly paced for that kind of gameplay. And I think they did a great job with it. As far as interacting with items and picking up items, once you do that, obviously it's an option for you to interact with them within the inventory system. No issues navigating the inventory system or the menu itself. Everything was very responsive. And at the end of the day, I have no issues when it comes to talking about controls and paper dolls. I can only imagine how it would have been in VR, though. 
that would have been really cool. Now let's go talk about the meat of the gameplay. Gamers, when booting up Paper Dolls Original, you can expect a first-person puzzle and exploration-driven psychological horror game. And this entire game, let me just clarify, the entire game takes place on just the ground floor of the mansion, which I gotta say, I personally thought was brilliant. As I mentioned earlier, I really wanted to get to that second floor, and that is ultimately where the game ends, is with you finally making it to that second floor. But this game is all about the first floor. Now, don't get it twisted. You may think, wow, you know, just the first floor of this mansion and that's it, that's the game. Uh, there's a lot more going on here than what just saying the ground floor may indicate. So you're going to be discovering the secrets of the mansion and its former residents while trying to survive encounters with their unrested spirits. You go through the rooms and hallways of the mansion and you're going to piece together the story through those diary and journal entries I referenced. You solve the many puzzles that are left behind and you need to do this in order to access new areas or obtain required items to get to the next area. The whole time avoiding those spirits of the former residents that are still haunting these halls. Now, you will have some items that you pick up that are going to be combinable, and they can be done so in the game's inventory menu, which does a good job of laying out everything for you to examine, combine, or discard. And you can also access those discovered journal entries and the documents found through this menu as well. If you need to re-reference them for puzzles, or if you just want to be reminded of, say, after, I did this a couple of times where I would, let's say, move past a spirit and I would want to refresh my memory on how it was they died or why they died. And the journal entries kind of give insight into that. And it's just kind of interesting for me to get into the head of some of these spirits when that happens. Now, I will say that what eventually happens is at a certain point, you're going to awaken a spirit of the resident, at which time you're going to have to make your way through that spirit's area of the house while finding out its backstory, solving puzzles, and exploring to find this special artifact that is tied specifically to that spirit. And this artifact is required in order for you to seal the spirit's soul away inside of it for good. Now, these artifacts, they're objects that were important or special to the residents when they were alive. So that connection is enough to draw the spirit in and seal it. Now, I thought this was really cool. There's a lot of Chinese culture that plays into this game. And these are just some very subtle aspects of that and one reason i was referencing earlier it just got me really interested in the chinese culture and their outlook on the afterlife and death so very interesting stuff and outside of all this basic gameplay of puzzles and exploration you're gonna have some good jump scares in here and they do it as i mentioned earlier with sound effects and the tension building with the music but i gotta be honest with you the most terrifying parts for me were when the spirits were trying to track you and hunt you down now, once this starts happening, essentially think of yourself in an area and there's a few rooms, a major hallway or two, and you're having to cross back and forth between this area to solve puzzles, to say, get an item that gives you access to a room on the other end of the hall. And to get to that room, you have to pass th past the spirit that happens to be floating around in that area. Now, this can be pretty terrifying because these spirits are fast 
and they will be right up on you the second they get a scent of you. Now, I will say, you do have a a very brief opportunity to get away, but you got to be real quick, and the way the game allows you to escape is very reminiscent of another game favorite of mine, but I'll get to that in a second. Essentially, there are closets or cabinets that are in certain rooms in the house that you can jump into and hide from the spirits long enough for them to feel like, okay, they're gone, and they go back to their regular pattern of floating back and forth in hallway A, we'll say. So it very much reminds me, if that does already remind you of something else, you are correct if you were thinking of alien isolation, because it is exactly what these moments reminded me of, and it is done just as well, in my opinion. You're sitting there inside the cabinet or the closet with the closed door, and you're waiting with bated breath as you watch through the slits of the closet door as the ghost passes in front of you, and you're just hoping and hoping that it does not sense you and fling that door open, ripping you out and shoving its face right there in the camera. Woo! So, man, uh, I cannot even imagine playing this game in VR. I said it again. I'll say it. I'll continue to say it. (sighs) Let's just say that, for the most part, at its most basic, that is essentially the gameplay of Paper Dolls. Explore, discover, solve puzzles, and survive the spirits long enough to get to that artifact and seal the spirit inside of it to progress to the next area, and therefore spirit. Now, I will say, just in regards to getting grabbed by the spirits, because that will happen, and the reason I say it will happen is because there are some times, sure, player error, but there were some frustrating moments for me because I felt like there were some times where they were unfairly too good at sensing you in an area, and then they would just warp right to your position. And that can be very frustrating as you're, for the first time, trying to explore an area or say you finally make it to an area that you haven't been to yet and you're right there about to enter the door or the cabinet door or, and then bam, they got you. So sometimes they could be a little frustrating, but overall, I did enjoy all aspects of the gameplay here. Uh, Just a few complaints, Uh, the puzzles, they didn't really clarify. Some of them did not clarify a road to their solutions as clearly as I really thought they should, or honestly, there was a couple that really didn't even give a solution or a road to a solution at all, and that really slowed down the flow of the game for me, as well as my overall enjoyment in the moment. Also, there is a ton of backtracking to do, and while you are given a pretty decent map to keep you from getting lost, after a while, the same rooms and hallways just started to become a little bland. Ultimately, though, the gameplay as a whole was very enjoyable. Now let's go take a look at the ship's chronometer to find out how long it took me to beat the game, as well as how long it might take you to beat the game based on your play style. Gamers, if you're looking to just play Paper Dolls, go through the steps, A to B, start to finish, it's probably going to take you no more than five hours to complete this game. Now, if you're like me and you're going for a little bit extra, trying to explore the grounds, get a little bit more out of it, see as much of the story as you can, you're probably leaning more towards not too much more, maybe pushing that seven hour mark. If you're going for a completionist, an all thousand gamer score and that platinum trophy on PlayStation, I would say you're probably looking at at least 10 hours due to the fact that you're going to be required to do at least one extra playthrough of the game. So with that being the case, 
Let's go see what my final thoughts and review score are. When looking back on Paper Dolls original, I was very shocked by it in the best kind of way. You know, I never go into any game expecting a bad experience, but you know, sometimes you just don't know. Especially with how this game started and that opening cutscene, I was really worried. Yeah, the game did have horrible voice acting, which is its biggest detractor, in my opinion. And I also felt some of its puzzles weren't clarified as well as they should have been, adding that unnecessary time for backtracking, and at times those wandering spirits, they could be way faster than they should have been. But the game had solid visuals, decent controls, amazing sound, really fun puzzles to figure out, a fun environment to explore in the old mansion that really had a lot of history to it and felt ancient and abandoned, and finally, an amazing story that I fell in love with. It's this tragic story of the family that used to live in the home and their many secrets that continued to excite me throughout my progression in the game. It honestly is what really has me driven and so wanting that second game to be released on any console, PlayStation, Xbox, or Switch, it doesn't matter. But if any game can drive a player to want to play its next iteration that much, it's got to be pretty solid, right? So with that being said, my final score for Paper Dolls Original is an 8 out of 10. That'll do it for my review of Paper Dolls Original. I hope you've enjoyed your time aboard the SS Gamer. You can join its crew by searching for Hulking Yoda on the PlayStation and Xbox networks. Reach out to me via email at lostatseagaming365 at gmail.com or find me on social media on Instagram at lostatseagaming as well as on Twitter at lostatseagamin, the number one. Thank you for listening, and until the sea says otherwise, we'll keep sailing.